Welcome to yet another edition of Hit the Target podcast, proudly brought to you by Hollywood Bets. I'm your host, Jesse Nagel, discussing all things Premier League and all things Manchester City because this is their league, this is their world, this is their planet, and the other teams just get to compete in it. Um, yet to discuss all the action with me, of course, is um, Chadley Nagel as well as Desh Patab. Gentlemen, Manchester City, they have to be the talking point. Um, completely. You know, okay, forget what has been said in this podcast throughout the, um, the course of the season. I think deep down, I think, Chad, you more so than anyone else, deep down knew that this was Manchester City's league, that they were going to win the league. It's just a case of when they were going to win the league. And then the complete dominance that they showed in midweek against the team of the century. <laughs> this team, we, we, we're not giving them enough plays, I think. Yeah. Well, um, I must be honest, there was a point where I questioned whether they would actually go on and win the league because Arsenal were just uh, impressing uh, week in, week out. They were consistent and they had led the way for much of the season. And so I just, I do remember thinking though, if I were, if my team were challenging for the league, the Mm -hmm. one team that I do not want breathing down my neck is uh, Manchester City. That's just, you can, it's just never over until it's over with them in the picture. And so now we're seeing that what it takes to win the Premier League is perfection. Mm-hmm. And Manchester City are perfection. Manchester City dish. Would wow. you say that it's total football that they're playing? It is. Of course it is. What yeah. do you think? See, with Guardiola, like he, I think like two to three weeks ago, I mentioned Stones being promoted to the midfield role, mm-hmm. which is like, yeah, if you're a Man City midfielder, you're like definitely one of the best players in that position globally. Mm-hmm. And uh, for, a, for a defender, an original defender who's moved up there, um, look, I actually thought that he could, he could have been um, sort of their demise, you know, in, in those crunch fixtures because he's not a, he's not a midfielder. He's probably mm-hmm. played in the midfield for like, what, six weeks, yeah. eight weeks, and now you're playing in, in cup finals, you know, cup semifinals. There's, uh, you know, the the tie with Real Madrid and even before that, you know, he, he showed that he was going to be uh, in the midfield and um, dropped a clinical mm-hmm. last night. Honestly, I think when that <coughs> passing move between um, Stones, um, I think it was Kyle, uh, De Bruyne and Bernardo Silva obviously finished it. John Stones actually kept the ball in, in the position where like you'd expect a left winger to be. Yeah. He's like a defender of, of, by nature and he's keeping the ball in, in like, the wide attacking area, which is probably nowhere where a centre back. This yeah. is a centre back, not even a defender. It's like he's he's meant these like what sixty yards from mm-hmm. his his safety zone. But but that's the thing with Pep Guardiola is that he always does the unthinkable at unthinkable moments. Dash made the example of John Stones moving into midfield. We've seen you know actual um, fullbacks going to midfield before, whether it was Cancelo and Zinchenko previously at the club. Um, Bernardo Silva's played at left back in a crucial game. He always does the unthinkable moments. Um, even last season, let's, let's think back to Gabriel Jesus playing outright as a winger, Raheem Sterling as a left winger, and Phil Foden as a nine, which, you know, it's easy to identify who's the striker from those three. It's Gabriel Jesus and the two most creative players from there. And the speedy ones are Raheem Sterling and Phil Foden. But Guardiola sees the game differently. He's, he's head and shoulders and well above the rest. I want to say the greatest manager of all time. Do you want to say that, Chad? 
Yeah, I think um, I've always looked at there's some great managers that have come before. Uh, Louis van Gaal um, is one of them. Um, Alex Ferguson's a top manager. Arsene Wenger as well, but surely, uh, surely Pep Guardiola is the best uh, among all the coaches. I mean, he's done it in different leagues. He's he's now he's he's now on course to win a, a treble with Manchester mm-hmm. City. That that would. He will that win would, a treble. That would be a memorable season if he goes on to achieve that. I, I think we always said that Manchester City, um, he's Pep, Manchester City brought Pep Guardiola in to win the mm. big, the big time, which is the Champions League. And I think um, for for many seasons before Guardiola came, they had won Premier Leagues. They won with under Mancini, came close under Mark Hughes, won under Mancini, won under Pellegrini, and now uh, Guardiola just. He 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 doesn't just he's dominated the league. Well, mm-hmm. this is the th- this will be the third straight league title, the fourth in the last five seasons, I think. Mm-hmm. And I think that the Champions League, Manchester City have always won, so that's the holy grail. And to 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 end the season, um, you know, a season when I remember us criticizing Manchester City um, so often um, during the course of the season, we questioned whether they were hungry enough. Mm-hmm. And but this is just a team that you just. Never ever write off. Uh, even when a team like Arsenal, who are who are one of the best teams in, in Europe this season, uh, played fantastic football. Even when they had such a big advantage at at the top of the table, Manchester City is one team that can still come back and and you know take top yeah. spot. They're on course to win a treble. I think Pep Guardiola. To answer your question, I think he will definitely go down as the greatest manager of all time, and especially once he adds this potential treble to his uh, CV. I think. You know what's funny is about Pep Guardiola. When he came to the league, we said, you know, win Man City the league. And he didn't just say, okay, I'm going to win Man City the league. He said, I'm going to do it with 100 points. Does that. Yeah. But win Man City the Champions League. Okay, I'm not just going to give you the Champions League. I'm going to give you a treble as well. People ask for, you know, they set high demands. He goes even higher. And that's why I say he is the best of all time. Dash. Um. Look, I, it's for me. I just want to see more, more like attractive style of football. You know, like he's more attractive than Guardiola. Look, I've seen him against. Look, the they, they turn, they turn it up. Yeah, look, I, I think the um, the passing masterclass, like it just shows, and he really like nullifies the opponents. You know, like really winds them down. And um, you know, if you look at the, the clubs that he's managed, the the, obviously the Barcelona, but also Bayern Munich. You know, you're really entering the top of the food chain, mm-hmm. and has it like after this many seasons, like mm-hmm. like now, like he was he was like in his fifth season at City, and they've come close on on so many occasions. But honestly, like he's, um, I don't want to like slate his legacy or anything, but he's he's been given like all the resources you know for years and years and if you look at other managers which have wanted you know you look at the ferguson i don't think ferguson had the you know the the buying power to go and just be like anyone you want mm-hmm. you know yeah. chelsea could have been afforded that privilege i don't think united were they might have had the draw i mean if it's down to chelsea or united i'm sure the player would want to go for to united but it's not like he you know he, he had he had confines in which to operate from limited resource, you look at Jose Mourinho, Porto, and then Inter. The Inter one was like, like proper, proper like 
you know, there's the, I, I don't know, the allure is always going to be there. And, and if you look at the players which he did it with, you know, again, not necessarily the cream of the crop, you know. Mm. Um, and for me, that, that's like, that's what, um, that's what separates them. You know, it's, it's given, given the limited resources, you know, like, uh, and if you look there, like, you know, he's got World Cup, he's bringing World Cup winners off the bench. You know, he's bringing off Riyad Mahrez, you know, full Foden, which is like, he's probably going to be one of the greatest generational talents. Well, mm-hmm. if not right now, yeah, I think his age brackets are like, what, 22 is only Bellingham that comes to mind. Yeah. I, look, I, I understand what, what Desh is saying. I think I was, it took me quite a long time to, um, to, um, uh, to give Guardiola the, the credit and the praise that he, look, he, he, he deserves the praise. I mean, when you, when you go and you, you win all the, the, the amount of trophies he's won and, and winning the biggest tournaments, the biggest competitions, playing the, the brand of football that he's played. I think of the 20, uh, 2011 Barcelona team that for me is the greatest, uh, team that I've ever seen play football. And I think Manchester City are not far from, from becoming a team like that. Mm. I just think, you know, as Desh was talking, it's just so it's, it's hard to, you know, you're asking the question, is Pep Guardiola the greatest manager of all time? I think he's certainly going to be mentioned there. And I, just a moment ago, I said that he is, but it's hard to, to, to say it when you think about guys like Carlo Ancelotti as well, who's won so many Champions Leagues. It's like everybody knows the Champions League is the toughest competition to win. And Pep Guardiola has struggled to win it in Manchester City. It's taken him so long, and, and now it looks like it, it's going to happen, but there, there is still one lost hurdle uh, into Milan, and who have the, pe- the pedigree. Look, Man City are expected to go in and win, but, they, you know, think of Ancelotti, how many Champions Leagues he's won, and he's mm. won it from many years ago, and, and now he's still winning it, like yeah, just not that long ago. Different players, you know, it's not just like every, every position, they've got someone who is like... yeah. Like a world class player, you know, mm. there, there would have been weak points. And where would you find the weak point in this Man City team? It's like literally perfection. And, yeah. you know, that also opens up his, his um, qualities as a manager. How does he handle big egos? Because, you know, if you look at Sterling, you know, who would have had offers from everywhere. You look at Leroy Sane as well when he first joined City. Yeah. Um, Aguero as well, basically ousted for his like, what, like final 18 months of, of, his, of his Man City career. Yeah, Jesus never, never saw consistent football. You know, there's so many players that, um, Joe Hart as well. Joe Hart, Man City, like, uh, golden boy. You know, like, you, how many times you see him running with his hands, like, you know, when they, when they show the celebrations, Joe Hart mm. played an instrumental part yeah. in, in Man City's, um, uh, success, you know, the initial stages. Guardiola comes in, brings, brings in Bravo. Claudio Bravo. Bravo yeah. back from, uh, from, from and, Barcelona. And Willy Caballeros. You know, and, yeah. And then Joe Hart is like, uh, has been. He's like uh, afterthought. Then he's like, what, Burnley, Tottenham. Uh, I think he went to Celtic. You know, his but career fell off a cliff. I, I think that actually adds against your point, um, Desh, because I look at it quite differently. I'll, I'll say that, yes, he's got the resources. He spent, you know, tons of money, but spending money in football doesn't guarantee you success. And Chad, no offense, but Chelsea are the greatest testament of that because every season they've been spending money for the past couple of years. And yeah, that's true. Every season they've yeah. actually gone worse because you look at the Champions League winning team and then, what is it, fourth, just about? And then now it's um, bottom end of the table. Fulham, a couple of years ago, spent $100 million, got relegated. Mm-hmm. Uh, Manchester United spent $100 million, um, was, was it Forrest as well this season? Nottingham yeah. Forrest yeah. on the verge. Um, 
spending money does not guarantee you success. I think spending money and, you know, dealing with bigger egos is actually harder to manage than someone who's come through the academy. Um, and I think that was also using Chelsea again as an example, when Chelsea was slapped at the transfer ban. They didn't have many egos because all these players were young and, you know, just grateful for the opportunity. Time, yeah. Mason Mount, Tammy Abram, uh, Reese James. There's no egos there, well, at the yeah. time because those were beginners and they were nobodies, novices yeah. at football. Yeah. So I think to handle a hundred million pound player, to handle a 67 million pound striker, to handle the best midfield on the planet, all this look, is, is look, high I, level I, management. I, I think um, Pep Guardiola is. He's elite, uh, elite manager status. I think he is currently the best manager in the world. But I think, I think what also, what Dish also means uh, is he's kind of guarded that in a mm. way. He, he took less risks, um, you know, having coached Barcelona, who had Lionel Messi, uh, Xavi, Iniesta, and uh, to go to Bayern Munich, mm-hmm. you know, to go to Bayern Munich and then now to Manchester City. He's coached the best teams in the, in, in the leagues. So he's obviously, he's a great manager. He's changed the game, but he's had to guard that as well. He, like Jose Mourinho took more risks going to like an Inter Milan who wants even in the Champions League and he goes and wins a treble in mm-hmm. 2010. So, so what I also did want to add to that is that, yes, Guardiola has been at all these um, giant mega clubs, but where he's gone, when he was at uh, Barcelona, he had an unstoppable Real Madrid. Ancelotti was there not so long ago. Jose Mourinho, his you know, biggest rival at the time he was competing with. But all these managers that he comes up against, were like you call Ancelotti, Jose Mourinho, Klopp. Jurgen Klopp, he babies them. He feeds them, burps them. Exactly what he did with uh, Carlo Ancelotti in midweek. <laughs> he, it's, he, he separates himself so easily. And, and, and that's the point that I'm making is that he is, he's showing us that he's not on the level of these coaches because every time they come against each other, even Arteta, Arteta, you know, nowhere near the level of Ancelotti and Jose Mourinho and stuff. Uh, but he comes up against a young, fresh, full of idea uh, coach, new in the game, hots out the block, comes up against him, completely babies him. Well, look at the benefits from learning under a coach like him. You look, exactly. at, look at Mikel Arteta challenging uh, with Arsenal uh, for the league title. Look at Vincent Kompany, who's learned a lot from Guardiola. He's won the championship with Burnley. And the players that leave Manchester City, on we, we say, yes, Man City are full of world-class players, but when they leave Man City, they don't really look world-class. You look at the likes of Raheem Sterling, Leroy Sané, João Cancelo just this season. When they left, they didn't really light up their future clubs. Um, and exactly like what happened to Joe Hart. Joe Hart was a Premier League legend when he left. Aguero uh, as well. Aguero. Barely, I mean, yeah. he so, retired as his next club. So, I mean, Guardiola is taking footballers to an extreme level. Um, and it's just something that other coaches can't get out of certain players. This is the heart, the best Haaland will ever be. You, you know, you know, who doesn't want him to win the treble, though. Yeah, yeah, it's all right. No, that uh, the Mutsi's um, expired. It expired this <laughs> where, season. Where do you think he goes after Man City, or does he just stay at City and make them like? I, I think he he goes possibly back to Barcelona. Um, there's a new generation of fans. I remember you stay over a decade ago. Mm-hmm. New generation of fans. Um, you need to rewrite that history. Xavi's doing excellent there, but... He's won um, the league. How do you just... Yeah, he's, he's won the league. Um, and, you know, it's now his chapter in the Barcelona story to emulate or try and emulate what Guardiola's done in the past. 
uh, all the likes of Enrique um, and what they've done. Do you think international coaching is on his agenda? I think that's a waste of football. It yeah. has to be a waste of football. He needs to be coaching week in, week out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, sure. That's Manchester <coughs> City. Best team on the planet. Uh, best coach on the planet. Uh, at least that's the thoughts of myself. Um, gentlemen no, mine can as fight. well. Mine as well. Chad as well. They're still fighting me on that one. Um, <laughs> gentlemen, Premier League football. Um, of course, what should I say? Manchester City League football. Um, Premier League football to contend with Spurs against Brentford. Desh, how do you feel about this one? Um, look, it's Tottenham's final home fixture and it could actually be Kane's final home fixture. You know, I wonder if, uh, I believe that there's a, a, a mural of a, like a, I don't know if it's a statue or like <laughs> what um, they put there, but I think there um, is a plan for a statue actually. Oh, is there a plan for a statue? No, but they said that there's something. Fans going to the stadium on the official account they released a statement saying that uh, they di- there's some directions to this. Again, I'm not sure if it's like a, if statue. It's a statue or like a collage mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. what it is, but there's literally something for Harry Kane so on the day. It, it could, so it could, it be, could be his favorite. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> silverware. It could be silverware. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's coming from Sockham. It's not silverware. <laughs> but, um, what is it? Like a thank you, Harry? It, it literally could be that and it, for me, it sets the tone because the transfer window, I'm sure their club's already swooping in. Mm. I mean, last season heavily linked. Um, no, but that's always going to be the case with world-class strikers, and in yeah. particularly Harry Kane, because his contract has been an issue for the past three well, seasons or so. Oh, since signing that six-year contract, it, like, I, yeah. he hasn't. He's learned his lesson, and he's, I, I think he, he's opted not to uh, renew his, his deal with Tottenham. I think... Look, Harry Kane, and, and there's a lot of people uh, that, that, that won't like to admit it, um, that, you know, I think Harry Kane said something like, uh, it's not all about winning trophies, and, and Harry, Kane, Harry, Kane, Harry Kane wants to win. I mean, that's loser talk, uh, in my opinion. And I, and I don't think Kane's a loser, but I think deep down inside, he knows that he needs to win trophies. He needs to, Alan Shearer's won a trophy. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be uh, um, mentioned with the, the greats, yeah, to you, have to, you have to have done something. Yeah, yeah, you, need, to, you need to have something in your, in your locker room to show. Gold aren't enough. Exactly. Well, I guess Premier League Golden Boot can individually, but it is a team game after, at the end of the day. Yeah. No, but you look at some of the names that are in the top 100 club or, or top 200 club at the Premier League club, level. Yeah, the, the 100 the, the, club. The 100 club. Jermaine Defoe's day. Yeah. Jermaine Defoe is not spoken about at all because, what, no trophy. But you look at someone who's just, you know, hindering on that just over 100 goals. Um, someone like... Well, Son yeah, is just over 100. Son. Yeah. No one's going to speak about Son but, for, but, for too long also because he's going to fall into that... Maybe it's the Tottenham place because Jermaine Defoe... Son and Kane now. Yeah. Um, but no one's going to speak about you and highlight you as one of the greats if you are not a silverware carrier. Yeah, that's that's true. And um, but on the case for Kane, like, do you think he leaves? Yeah, hundred percent. Look, to so the Premier League, to- or? Tottenham's seventh. They come into this round of fixtures in seventh place. Let yeah, me true. tell you, that is false. Like on paper, it is seventh, but they should be in the bottom half. The only reason why they are seventh is because is because Kane has been scoring. I think he's got 25 goals or, or more than 25 goals in the Premier League this season, which is sensational because mm. to be a, a striker that brings in 20 plus goals regularly, and it's not it's, it, but look, look at those goals convert to points because 
You know, you just need like a penalty or a header there to keep you in the tie there, one point. And if it's like a one nil and he's the one scoring, then it's like three points. And I'm sure I haven't looked at the numbers and seen how many points he's actually brought into the club. But mm-hmm. I can tell you it's more than 10. Like yeah. I'll tell you now, like he's definitely got some match winners this year. And if you look at um, right at the beginning of the season, uh, Thomas Tuchel and, uh, and Antonio Conte, you know, shaking hands. Kane was the one that scored that header. He was the one. And I remember mm-hmm. I was like thinking, gosh, this man just like all the transfer talk. Because remember, there was a lot of heat in the last window because he had missed training. You know, mm-hmm. he was uh, rumored to be here, there. And he came yeah. out and said that, no, I actually had leave or whatever. And, and then, you know, you, you leave something, that situation, and you go on and you do your business. That's, that's character for me. And yeah. for me, Spurs are, are, are bottom half without Kane is the bottom half. I, I do want to just say that it sounds like Manchester City's, um, you know, trophy parade has started. And that's possibly the noise in the background that um, we are hearing. It's, you know, kudos to, to Man City. <laughs> um, we, we are your celebrations. Yeah, they, they did bring the Premier League title to Cape Town last season. So they could have. <laughs> um, definitely anything Harry Kane can't get his hands on <laughs> unless he leaves. Look, I, I, I think it's... <laughs> I think especially with, with Desh telling, like, you know, just giving out, putting out that information that Spurs are uh, like, you know, preparing like a collage or statue or whatever it is. I think if you're a club interested in, in, in getting Kane's signature, you're going to probably look at that and be like, hey, I think they, the board even kind of expects. I think his yeah. response yeah. at the end of the game was so key because hey, if he's, oh, if he if he's emotional, if he's waving if he's emotional, to the fans, and you just know what's coming. If it looks like a goodbye. <laughs> Look, the, the other question is, where does he go? Because Manchester United, we know that they are currently favourites mm. for his signature. The thing is, though, Manchester United, it's not like they're winning major trophies. But, but they're not a top striker away, though. They possibly are, but, you know, Kane might feel... And also, respect the Carabao Cup. <laughs> <laughs> Look, uh, Kane might feel... <laughs> Kane just might feel, though, that I... Look... If, if I'm not going to win trophies and I'm not guaranteed to win trophies, I might as well stay at Tottenham and just continue hoping every season. But that's why I, I have questions about Manchester United. But look, anyway, in terms of this game, uh, I think Ivan Tony missing the eight-month ban is, 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 is going to be a huge blow to Brentford. Uh, and, and it's effective immediately, so he's out of the game. Uh, as Desh mentioned, Spurs are in a rocky patch. They've won just once in their last six games. They've lost four times in that run. Uh, they've blown their top four hopes and they now look set to finish behind uh, Brighton and settle for a spot in next season's conference league. So that's, so it's, it's been a, a, a disappointing campaign for them. Mm-hmm. And I'm not guaranteed they, I'm not guaranteed they win this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, this is one to avoid, but I think both teams to score might be the play. Tottenham mathematically cannot finish in the top four, um, which means which I have to mention, uh, there'll only be one London team in the Champions League next season. <laughs> Dare your prediction on this game? Look, I, I think Brentford gets something from this one. I don't think Tottenham are like in the position right now where I'm backing them. You know, they 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 mm-hmm. wouldn't. I wouldn't put any money on Tottenham to win the game. Even Eddie the Kane, next door. Anytime goal scorer, final home game. Well, yeah. We don't know if it's his final game. So. But it, let's, you know what? I actually think it is. You know, with the, with the amount of the talk that United have 
like it's clear as daylight they need a strike. I mean, Waldberg was no disrespect, but you know they signed him on a loan deal after all. It tells you that you're not the permanent uh, mm-hmm. forward. Um, mm-hmm. You better not take Lyle Foster's you place. Know, <laughs> <laughs> but you also look look at the caliber of strikers United have. He fits the profile. You know, you look at Lukaku, Ibra, Cavani, Falcao, RVP as well. You know, those are those are big, imposing centre forwards. Someone that the rest of the team aspires to to play in, you know, and give them a sort of chance to go on and win the game for you. And, you know, like maybe it's not the case with um, Falcao and Lukaku, but, you know, RVP and, and Ibra. Wayne Rooney, I think I see a lot of similarities, especially the way he drops into midfield. English number 10. Yeah, I don't want to compare him to... <laughs> <laughs> I think Alan Shearer is identical. But, yeah, like, um, you, you know, there's also Rashford in the mix. I think it was you who said, aren't they a strike away from a Premier League title? I, I don't think so. I think they're... From uh, challenging. Yeah, maybe challenging, but also like the two midfielders, obviously Casemiro and Eriksen, they're not going to last you all 38-game season mm. uh, in the league. I'm just talking in league because, again, there is other European fixtures. Mm. Um, but uh, And also injury-prone. I'm sure they are both susceptible. Uh, with, um, Casemiro's like, attracted to the yellow card. Um, and Eriksen, like, uh, yeah, I just don't think he's got it in him anymore. But um, for me, that United Harry Kane deal is virtually done. You know, they look at the English contingent. You know, you look at Spurs. I mean, um, Shaw, uh, Rashford. You look at uh, Harry Maguire. Mm-hmm. Um, it's now at the final. The, I can see. I can see them. Can see I it, can I see it. It's Rashford, like well, yeah, yeah, exactly. And f- for me, that could be the England front three, or you know, I, look no, at, I, I don't. I don't want to go off topic here, but I mean. Let's, when Poch comes to Chelsea, you just never know with Kane. <laughs> um, yeah, okay, look, actually he's right because that is something, you know, both of them have come out and spoke fondly of each other. And Tenag right now, he could be the only man that I can see in that United hierarchy that could potentially block the move because he has benched Maguire, you know, and he has shown Ronaldo the door. So if he has the backing of the board, I think if he wants Kane, he will bring Kane in. Mm. But I if think he the doesn't club, want Kane. Yeah, then, he, then Kane doesn't come. And, and I think previously, you know, under people like Ole, um, Van Gaal. They didn't like, really they, value the coach's exactly, opinion. Those are club signings. That's, that's the difference. In mm. this instance, I think they might actually back the manager. I'm not sure how long Ten Hag's deal is, but he probably could be offered an extension mm. right now because, um, again, cup final... Uh, one in the bag and successful season for Man United yeah, for you? 100%. I mean, mm-hmm. from where they were, gosh. Oh, fourth. No, <laughs> but look at the matter in which they were. They, <laughs> look, they, they, they've got they a trophy they in the FA Cup finals. Improvements. They were embarrassed, like mm. embarrassing. And um, again, you know, when Mourinho, I think he had said his greatest achievement was taking that team to second, to second place. And this is, again, a serial winner. I mean, barring Spurs, Trophy at every season, at every single club. Yeah. So, for a manager then to say the, my greatest achievement is to finish oh, second gosh. when you've won Champions Leagues and it, trebles. Oh Let's God. discuss Man United. Um, they yeah. travel to Bournemouth, of course. They are well in the top four uh, mix with yeah. um, Newcastle and Liverpool as well. They seem like front runners. They are front runners. They currently favourites to keep their spots. Um, Yes, we've highlighted that they do need a striker, but with you know a handful of games, I think they've got three games to go. Uh, others have two. Can they, they slip up? They, no. 
Well, look, Bournemouth are now what, what 100% safe from relegation. So that could be a boost for United, who could secure a top four finish with the win, depending on other results. Um, the, the one thing for United, though, is their away form doesn't bode well. I think it's just one win from their last six, four losses. Um, but Bournemouth then uh, are on a two-game losing streak. And, I mean, even Chelsea beat them. So I think United, <laughs> <laughs> I think United, United are going to win this one. No mm. more slip-ups for United. I wouldn't say no more slip-ups. I think they do win against Bournemouth. but um, They can afford a slip-up, though. Look, the way Liverpool has been playing, I mean, they, they've got a home fixture this, this current, I think it's against Villa, but honestly, the, the way they're playing, I could back them against literally anybody mm-hmm. or maybe like 18 off the 20 clubs, you know? Thanks. Um, <laughs> they, can't really play their, they can't really play themselves. <laughs> yeah. <they> can't. <laughs> okay. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, where was I? So the one against Fulham, the final fixture, the United's final fixture, I'm sure Fulham are coming for them because it's a grudge match. You know, you look at what happened in, the, in that semi-final, that FA Cup semi-final with the, with the referee. And, you know, it was at Old Trafford as well. And honestly, I think Marcus Silva has bounced back really well. Obviously, he's been about his, his main man, uh, Alexander Mitrovic, for I think like 10, eight, eight, games, games. eight games he missed. So that just, you know, you look at what his numbers were like before that and, and how important he would have been. Mm. And, you know, there's always that case about um, if, the, if the foul was accrued in the FA Cup, it should be served in the FA Cup if the foul was accrued in, in the Premier League, it should be like served in the Premier League. Mm. So, I mean, obviously, you can't be banned for eight games in the FA Cup. That is literally like tournament, three tournaments. Yeah. So, I, <laughs> I understand like the logic there, but mm-hmm. um, come on, Dish. Man United 11 to 20. You're going to take that for, for the Fulham game? No, for, for the Bournemouth. No, Bournemouth. definitely. But United win that. But I'm saying the last game of the season, it could go down to goal difference. It one could two, be, one it, to keep an eye it, on. Remember, they, they could draw to Chelsea. No. That's not you, okay. That's you don't think no. At Old Trafford, goodness me. Look, I looked at the goal difference. I looked at the goal difference. Liverpool, it's like twenty something. United is like ten. Yeah. And I remember, there's one point, and Liverpool's last whole, uh, final game is this weekend. That's more or less a win. Like, in fact, it is a win. Mm-hmm. Could be tricky. Could go down to the wire. And I wonder which Fulham team will show up because it's it's a grudge match. I'm telling you now. Fulham against Aston Villa. That's gonna be. Um, Against Palace. Uh, Aston Villa, Liverpool. Play Aston Villa. Oh, yeah. oh Liverpool. You yeah. said Fulham. Oh, did I? Yeah. Goodness me. Liverpool against um, Aston Villa. Um, as Dish, you know, alluded to already, it's final home game. This is the last chance for the Anfield faithful to kind of wish their team well for these remaining um, couple of games and also to thank them for the season. They're going to be competing in Europe. It's just a case of which countries will it be Spain, Germany, Italy, or will it be Azerbaijan, Cyprus, or you know Moldova? <laughs> um, but <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm I'm all over Liverpool this weekend. Yeah, so am I. I think look, Villa have shown great improvements under Unai Emre, but their away form hasn't been up to scratch. Mm. Uh, they're winless in their last three travels with back-to-back losses against uh, United and Wolves. Liverpool, obviously, they not you know they need to keep on winning. They on a, they come into this game and uh, riding a seven game winning streak. They've ended the season like champions, haven't they? Yeah, and that's, they, not, that's how champions uh, end look, seasons look at, off. And look at Man City. It's fantastic form, and I mean, out of nowhere, they've 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 uh, pulled themselves back into a top four race, and they have a very good chance of still uh, landing a top four finish. I think, look, as as Villa will try to make it as difficult as possible. 
I think that, you know, you still think about the recent meeting, uh, the recent history between uh, these two clubs, you know, one gave uh, someone a seven, the other one replied seven also a season later. So I think Mm -hmm. Liverpool just know what to expect from Aston Villa. Yes, they'll bring a lot of fights in them, but I think Liverpool get the job done. Five to ten, I think that's one to include in all the multiples. Liverpool, Tesh? Yeah, I think they also win this, but... You know, I've just been thinking, and I think they might actually ch- sneak in the Champions League spots. I think they could. I think. Uh, in Have they not left it too late? I'm, I'm no, fully they, in your camp here, Tesh. I do think you know Liverpool will happens? win all their remaining games. But mm-hmm. I just worry that they've left it a bit too late because there's that game in hand, of course, for Man United and Newcastle. And they can afford a slip up. Remember, they're in those third and fourth positions already at the moment. So with three games to go, they can afford one slip up. I don't think both Man United and Newcastle drop points in two games from the three. And that's what it would take for Liverpool to essentially pip them. I think they'll do their part. But I think it's, look, it's United after all. Let's, let's not forget. <laughs> I think United are secure. It's not Tottenham. Secure. Look, guys, I think I'm, I'm on my own and I'm okay with that. I think, it's, I think Liverpool sneak in that pot spot. Mm. And the Along reason, with Newcastle the or reason, Man United? Look, I would say, no, Newcastle is there. It's Newcastle mm-hmm. Champions League and United probably. So you're looking at United. So if Liverpool are to creep their way back into top four, you're United, looking at United's position. At the expense. I, I, I think United beat Bournemouth, as you've, you've yeah, agreed to. 100%. And I think they beat Chelsea uh, at home at Old Trafford. And I think that's, that's at six points. That's yeah. all they need. They, look, they could win it. This, they could secure top four this weekend. Jens, let me ask you this. Where are those goals going to come from? Marcus Rashford, Bruno, penalty spots. Mm. And Anthony mm. Martial. <laughs> Mm. Anthony you, see, you see what I'm saying? You look at Liverpool, there's goals going to be. You look at Newcastle, there's goals. You look at United, the, f- the only name on everybody's lips is Marcus Rashford. That's why I can't see them taking. Because is he going to come in? He's already come in clutch. I mean, let's, let's mm. be honest. Mm. He's, he's literally the, the sole reason for them mm. being there. You know, yeah. well, I guess the defense is also sensational. I think it's like De Gea is leading the clean sheet um, like numbers right now. Yeah, um, and he's still re- costing them the goals yeah, exactly. as well. Yeah, exactly. Of recent, uh, did you see that one, the howler against West Ham? I well, think there's was. been a couple howlers. Yeah, yeah. so again, you, you know, the, the attack is no longer attacking. The defense is no longer defending. Mm-hmm. This is Manchester United, ladies and gentlemen. And I, I, don't, I think they were, you know, when they were third, Yeah, they were like properly third. They were like, and, and they were playing really well. You could, you could say that like Arsenal and City are, have been like, better than the rest. And then, like, it's United, you know, mm-hmm. which goes to show that from the remaining, like, like clubs out there, they've, they've yeah. put They haven't had up. a good second half of the season. That's, yeah. that's for sure. Look, I think, I think it's been a weird season altogether. I think the World Cup has also played some part in, like, teams just, like, just struggling to pick up. I think the disruption in the Premier League is the first we've ever seen. So what I did ask earlier, Dish, and you said yes to was... Um, is it a successful season for Man United? You said yes. Does it not depend on them missing out on the... Yeah, actually. Look, for the, for the, from what we've seen, from what we've seen... As it stands, you're you answering yeah. the question today, it's yes. Yeah, I would but say... But then it could change, should they... If they don't get the... Because like I said, I'm thinking about it now and I actually, I don't think they get that Champions League spot. Fifth place, finish, a trophy in the Is that a success? Bag. 
I, to call it a successful yeah, season, I can't even. Do you know. call it a successful season now? If they no, I, I don't call it success because it's if not. They su- get, this isn't success. If they get, if they, if they get the Champions League spot and a trophy, well, in fact, the trophy is already there. But if they get, I say the it's Champions decent. That's decent. <laughs> no, that's decent. That's <laughs> not having it. Uh, it can't be success. I mean, first we can't season, look at it. As, first season after tum- tumultuous, like. Half a decade. This is Ten Hag's first season. Yeah, first season. No, it's, a, it's an impressive season, but I, I, I don't think we can call it a successful season. Success is. Oh, I, look, I don't he think did, he, he did. Drop champagne. 60. Success is champagne. Success is champagne. He uh, he, he dropped sixty on. Look, if he wins the world, if he wins Anthony, the FA Cup, I mean that's that's then, yeah, that changes then, the, then that's kind of successful. Mm. But like, currently, yeah, I, I he, don't know. Eh? I, I look, I think it's a successful season for Man United. I think there's moments in the season where they can hold the heads up very high and think, okay, we're on a good path of here. We've identified what we're short of and, you know, we've all agreed that it's a striker and possibly one more extra midfielder for, you know, Ericsson's cover or Sabitza or whoever. Um, and then possibly a centre-back if Lissandra Martinez and Varane get injured like they did. But apart from that, it's so easy to see that, you know, with two big players that the team will strengthen uh, be higher up the table for sure. Who, who do they are they linked with anybody? Because well, we just spoken about than, Harry Kane. No, I mean obviously like after know. after Kane. I think it's Kane. Kane's enough. I think Kane's enough to to Kane. I uh, saw so they linked with Sadio Mane as well. Yeah, Sadio wanted to United. No, they, they, well, he, he, there's a link there. Oh, I would, I would, I'd like to see him in that in that uh, back <laughs> in the look, Premier League. Look, I, yeah. I doubt. Um, yeah, also. I doubt Mane would want to go to. Uh, mm. To United, Liverpool's yeah. arch rivals. I doubt it. I doubt anyone wants to go to United, but uh, yeah, um, relegation uh, battle and you know bottom half games. Before we touch on the late game, uh, Fulham versus Crystal Palace, and as well as Wolves versus Everton, a quick double. There, chat from you. Um, I'm quite confident Fulham win mm-hmm. against Palace. They, uh, it's a London derby. It'll be a fired up game. I think Fulham on a two match winning streak. Uh, Palace have lost their last two away from home. I think Fulham win. And Wolves and, and Everton. Wolves and Everton. I'm going to go with... It's a, it's a tough one because Everton need a win to secure... Uh, a win will secure their safety, but that's going to be easier said than done against Wolves because mm. they've won four in a row at the Molyneux Stadium. So oh. that's going to be a tough, tough test. I think the best players, both teams to score, it's the safest bet and it's available at 8 to 10. Yeah. Your quick double, uh, Dish. Fulham versus Crystal Palace as well as Wolves versus Everton. Yeah, is it just a, a case of Fulham? Yeah, Fulham, Fulham win that one. I mean, like they've got their main man back there. You know, they're mm-hmm. gonna try and close uh, that gap to to Brentford. Um, obviously, well, only two points separating those two two clubs. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, this is this being Fulham's first season back. Like you know, they really aren't playing like a club from the championship. You know, yeah. they 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 really have have they can hold their heads up high. Um, the 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 crystal the wolves um Everton game, that's too personal for me. I really <laughs> look because you don't know what these relegation mm-hmm. um clubs are capable of. You know, like if you look at the five-one drumming of uh, mm-hmm. Brighton, Brighton, like I couldn't see that. In fact, if somebody said before the uh, I saw the future and they won five-one, I'd be like, you are you are like lying to me. You know, but. They actually go and, and drop a performance like that. Um, Droid McNeil, I think he has something to say in, in the fixture against Wolves. 
they have been susceptible, you know, in those wing back positions. I think they've got Totti or there's like, you know, some really mm. inexperienced defenders there. Um, yeah, I think Dwight McNeil, I'll take him as an anytime goal scorer. Mm-hmm. You think Everton will go down? Just no, not a chance. Play not, a chance. No, not a chance. Not a chance. <laughs> they play Bournemouth on the final day. It's the final fixture yeah. at Goodison Park. Every everything, every time the ball is in the day half, they're gonna shoot. I can't see it happening. Nottingham Forest against Arsenal. Um, let me be the first to say that this Arsenal team. I said it a couple of weeks ago. What they've done this season, I think, needs to be highlighted even more after the week Manchester City had to, like I've said, just baby one of the biggest coaches, the best team of the century, feed, burp, um, roll over, smack on the palm. Um, <laughs> it was, feed, burp. It is, it is, it is, <laughs> they babied them. And, you know, credit to Arsenal for holding that team at bay for so long and leading the way. Um, and maybe they got the best out of them because City needed someone competing and, you know, they very good challenges. Uh, they need someone, you know, setting, someone setting the pace for them for, for them to, to really kick on and get the best out of themselves. So perhaps Arsenal shot themselves in the football being so good. But, uh, yeah, they travelled to Nottingham Forest, um, who still somewhere in that relegation mix. Yeah. Look, not going to be easy. Look, it's not official yet, but, Surely Manchester City have been. Well, it depends on your club, Chad. Well, Man City, no. No, well then, I'll crown them now then. (laughs) Uh, Look, Arsenal would have been gutted to lose the league title. I mean, having led the way for for much of this season. I'm not laughing at at anything. Yeah, you are. Just thinking of something else. Yeah, Uh, about the 35 games, uh, 35 weeks that we led. Look, Arsenal would would definitely... I mean... It was game week 33. You were still like leading the way. Um, so I think Arsenal, the players, the fans, club will be absolutely gutted because you, 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 you were like the best team for, for like the longest time and every, and you played the best football and you were brilliant to watch. And even the neutrals couldn't help but just be entertained and, and just love watching, uh, the brand that, of football that Mikel Arteta was playing. I think Arsenal will want to bounce back strongly against. Nottingham after being uh, brushed aside by Brighton. And I think 11 to 20, I think that's a good bet for Arsenal. I think the kind of, despite the fact that Steve Cooper's side are, are yet safe, uh, unsafe from relegation yet, I think surely Arsenal will just bounce back strongly uh, this weekend. And I think they get the job done. 11 to 20. Um, how much preparation should go into next season from now? Should Arsenal perhaps look to the season and say, you know, we did well. We tried the best we could. To a certain extent, there is a beast and a monster that is greater than us right now. Should Arsenal turn their attentions to next season in these final two games, perhaps bring in some youth or perhaps try something that Arteta could look to, you know, try next season, perhaps a party and Jorginho combination. Um, we know that looks like Chuck is going to be leaving. So, yeah. Does life begin without him now? Um, how, how are you looking for, at it? For me, it should be like, they shouldn't be comparing themselves to Man City. They, as you rightfully said, they not even... Like the like, baby being yeah, exactly. and smacked. You know, and, yeah. and, and fed <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you know, diaper change and whatever. But honestly, what they've shown this season is that if they just focus on themselves, then, then like they can get there. Because if you just take 
one game at a time and you know there was it was really incredible watching them play this football because it i hadn't seen like i don't think it was unprecedented really mm. i mean the amount of attackers that they had on the pitch you know and the 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 thing with saliba being injured come on i don't think he was ever signed to be that like number one starting yeah like i don't want to say he got lucky but i don't think anybody saw how how like you know his to, impact to be honest i do believe arsenal fans did because mm. I, i i don't think it was a shock i think the neutrals were like kind of mesmerized by it, but but i think arsenal fans kind of expected this because he's and him and fofana were but the but the uh, back pair the, the partnership at saint etienne and they were like like fantastic together and and Fofana, he just won league one player of the year last season at marseille he was starting for the french national team and you know so i think yeah that that one didn't really catch me uh by surprise because i i i kind of learned from you about mm. saliba mm. well look he's he's are you saying that's why they don't win the premier league is this is i'm this... i'm saying arsenal won the premier league because um yeah they yeah, did have partly something but right, you said but arsenal won the premier league i said didn't win the oh. I also did oh, yeah. <laughs> that thing yeah. look emotion emotion <laughs> good thing happen. we got this on the team um but yeah I think Arsenal didn't win the league partly because of themselves um and that's why I do kind of entertain to a certain extent the the Sam Potling yeah but I I do think there is just another great beast that is Manchester City and they've won it because of Man City yeah. but there are moments where Arsenal could have you know done things differently to kind of thing and uh, yeah Saliba's um you know these his emissions from the team in the final final weeks and, and looks like it's a blow but going going back to like the bottling time you can still be a top team and bottle man city bottled the the champions league against chelsea you can kind mm. of say that when they got to the final so look arsenal this isn't the end of the road for them i think and last get, year And by the way, uh, I'm not saying uh, Arsenal bottled the league. As well, I'm saying like they did. That seems like the, an agenda is being pushed. No, but they they kind of they kind of did though. You have to say they did. They led for longer than they led the way I, longer than Man City did. And the reason like, I'm saying it is because they were never favourites in even in they the, were in the driving seat. Just, they were never they, favourites. They were. Yeah, they but, were but in the driving you, seat. You guys made them favourites. Like, top of look, top, were, top of Christmas. You, you can't. You can't. They you were fought yeah. into the spot. They were, it was you know doing fought into the th- train. I think that I believe the stat is that no team has led the way the lot for the uh, for that long and not won the league. Yeah. Mm. So by so virtue I, of that, I, they I are. But I mean, it's it's like saying so. Arsenal were eighth last season or fifth, um, wherever they were. Um, you don't go from that to being a title challenger no matter who you sign and what you sign and what you do no so arsenal went so to so arsenal to be in the top four is an achievement the fact that they kind of created this expectation on their own is now coming back to bite them because again i said maybe i said it earlier before we went to our production break i said maybe arsenal were too good and you know it's their own downfall but Look, you, Again, I'm, I'm, I'm fine better. with saying Mikel Arteta overachieved because I think he did. But how do you overachieve and bottle? Because you've led the way for the longest time. You were until game week 33. There's few games to go. You've been on top this whole time, and you with with a, a nice point advantage, you, a healthy yeah, cushion, a, bag, a, a healthy yeah. cushion against. I mean, you but you were even saying Jesse that. You like you were saying we won the league. I remember a couple of times after certain games, you're like, Emotion. "We win this game, we won the league." But but look but at he, the the West Ham draw, the <laughs> Liverpool draw. I know we have differences. I have, I will definitely say that's where they lost the title because they were two 0 up at Anfield 
and it was a very shaky Liverpool. It wasn't like the Liverpool of that we we know uh, you know <coughs> that they were there. They were up against the ropes with like I think two nil up in thirty minutes or something like that. Yeah. Um. So that's where I think they lost the league. But if you look at the Southampton performance as well, people are praising a draw against. I mean, the man in which they did it, yeah, three one or, or whatever. But you were three down. You conceded mm. three mm-hmm. to a, a team that was like nineteenth on the day or something. Or they were at the foot of the table and City yeah. and Arsenal were at the top. So again, a, a six goal thriller is and and you know. <laughs> Like five one, I can understand, you know. But honestly, <laughs> I think the the draw against Western, draw against Southampton, those are the ones they bottle. Fine, yeah. the Anfield one is a draw. Right. Fine, but West Ham and, yeah. and Southampton, yeah, even the Brighton. I mean, to, Brighton are a good team, but Arsenal are better Gosh. than Brighton. Like you don't get hit at home, Bruno. So, so why am um, again? It's the whole, you know, the tag of carrying it as being favourites for that goal, and the that goal being is to win the league. Man United, if they don't make some form, they have bottled it because yes, they've been in so that position. The, yeah, yes, they've been in that position. <clears throat> they were favourites for that position. Yeah, Liverpool wouldn't have never been. Now we no everyone. This could be the this, first time everyone they, on this podcast knows that Liverpool's a better team than Manchester City. Uh, Manchester United. I hope. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, the emotion is, is no, no. Everybody knows that Liverpool's a better team than Man United. Yeah, it's you. Yeah, no, hundred percent. You don't need to even think about it that long. But even in that, Liverpool were never favourites for top four ahead of Man United the whole season. They were to a certain point, but once it got to business in and that's the stages, Liverpool had taken themselves out of the equation, and Man United had kicked on. And we kind of recognized the cap and we said, you know what, Man United, you are favorites. Uh, your battle is third or fourth with Newcastle. And that's the battle that we've okay. made it about. Okay. So Liverpool were never, ever favorites. Okay, look, so you obviously don't, saying, ag- don't agree that Arsenal have bottled it, but do you understand the, the, the ones saying that you have? Do you understand why they're saying that? I understand why, um, but I'm trying. So this is my case of why not? Why they haven't? Why their, need, their mind needs to change. Okay. Um, yeah, <laughs> I guess you think Arsenal fought. No, I think it's like it's very clear because they've never been in a position like this. You, I've never heard them say they bottle anything. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like they just never linked to the trophy. Like, look, they, they started off with we're gonna win the league, we're we winning the league, and why are we winning the league? And then it's, it's towards the end and the, the slip ups, and then they were starting to. Like have, I remember after a couple of bad results, why I still like the fan, Arsenal fans were saying, "We still believe the mm-hmm. league's not over. We're still going to do it, and we're still going to win it." And then after more shocking results, and then it was now the if statements came out, like you know. But even if we don't win the league, it's been yeah. a good season. But and, I mean, you and do I think it. that that's a bottled term because I know I bottled. We my team has bottled many many of things, uh, many tournaments. But fans don't determine bottling, surely. I mean, everyone kind of expected Arsenal to win the league. Yeah, at I some mean, point. To, a, to a certain point, but they're never favourites for that. Um, Look, you can say Newcastle. If Newcastle don't get top four, they bottle that. You can see they were never favourites for top four because, again, look, they, like, they are favourites for top four. Not when they started the season. Yeah, not when they started the, the season. Same, the same way you say. No, saying. but I'm saying throughout. So let, even let, with the eight point lead, Arsenal won favourites for the league. Let me, let me ask, let me give you this scenario. Let's just say Inter Milan against Man City in the Champions League final. Mm-hmm. Inter Milan somehow take a two goal uh, lead and it's 85 minutes on the clock. Five minutes to go and they become uh, European champions. 
City just get two quick goals before 90 minutes and a, it's a two-all draw. Do you not say that and a, it goes to extra game. time City win? Do you not say that Inter Milan bottled, bottled the, the Champions League? A, a game <laughs> and a season, I just look at it differently. Okay, okay maybe maybe not. <laughs> maybe maybe not the, that, that, but... Look, if you, emotion, maybe. If you look at emotion. any other club, if Liverpool are at the top, eight points clear with like 10 games or five games to go, and if they don't come out of the title, you yeah. confidently say Liverpool bottle the league. I mean, the best teams bottle stuff no, as look, well. It's, it's like Aston Villa. If Aston Villa are in the Europa League positions, get caught by um, teams below them. Spurs are like... Spurs or yeah, whatever. I'm Spurs. not going to say that. You know, they bottled it because... But it's... Were Spurs you don't, favorites look, throughout? You don't bottle a position. You bottle a title, you know, like that's... No, you you can't bottle top four. We've, you can't can bottle top but four, but... but, but Mainly you bottle a, a, a title. Yes, yeah, it's a title. I, I, well, that's what I I'm saying. Know. Eight points clear at the top of the table. For me, any club in that position, the term is bottling it. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm just not having it. Uh, anyway, let's, <laughs> let's move on. Um, uh, Sunday's fixtures, uh, triple header, um, West Ham leads. Um, I know Chelsea play Manchester City and this is obviously City Day. Because they will be awarded the title. Um, there's one more fixture there as well. Uh, Chad Brighton against Southampton, uh, who have really been confirmed as a championship team. Um, let's discuss the first two quickly uh, because we, we're going to you know, take our time with Manchester City and how Chelsea are throwing a grenade this weekend. Uh, Dish, <laughs> West Ham, <laughs> Leeds, as well as Brighton, Southampton. Um. Gosh, I think West Ham right now they they are on the quest for silverware. I don't. I think they really, um, they've saved themselves from relegation, which is absolutely so. That's shocking. the focus. Is shocking. Conference it's, it's Conference League. Leeds are fighting for their lives because they are in the relegation zone. I don't think they win this weekend. In fact, I think Leeds and Nottingham Forest go down. I think Everton and uh, Leicester <laughs> Leicester stay up. Emotion. <laughs> Um, we'll see. Look, because like, Forest is going to lose this weekend to Arsenal and then they go to Crystal Palace. And again, I, I'm not sure which, which Forest team. And I looked at the numbers and Leicester, if they, they do have the potential to win there too, I think it's, uh, it's like London clubs. I think it's West Ham, Tottenham, if I'm not mistaken. Newcastle, mm-hmm. West Ham. The Newcastle one, yeah, it's going to be tricky. But if they can get a result, they will back themselves because they're playing West Ham at home. Brighton against Southampton. Definitely Brighton. That's like, mm. yeah. yeah. You're double-headed there, Chad. West Ham leads as well as Brighton versus Southampton. So the, the West Ham leads game, I've, I've, I've got a draw here. And, uh, and we, you know, I think that's the only prediction you need to give. If, if anything's other than Brighton in the next game, it should be what <laughs> Well, I've, I actually, I can't have the 2-9 to nine odds on Brighton, so I've backed them to lead at halftime at 6-10. Okay. As long as they lead in some way. Just, uh, just before, we, before we go on, just the, how we spoke about Kane, um, you really don't want to discuss Chelsea. <laughs> no, no, no. As we get we mentioned Kane, Kane uh, possibly playing his last game for Spurs. I think we can definitely say that Declan Rice plays his last game uh, this week in front of the, the West Ham yeah, fans There's going to be a, um, emotional... There's, there won't be any statue or... No statue for him. No. Or, or Maybe he'll get to just keep right. the captain's armband and take it with him to Arsenal. Yeah, let's, let's see. Um, you need some leaders there. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, speaking of leaders, Chelsea are full of them. And they, <laughs> and they play um, Manchester City, who have absolutely no leaders. Yeah. Chad, yeah. can I 
oh, can I have hope in your team this weekend? Um, that they it yet? That they surely that they, not. Surely that they extend the celebration. That they delay. delay. The, okay, so at words. least for one more week. Okay, so two words. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. I think I've got two more words. Then five now. Is I think look, I, look it it could it could be, you know, on a serious note. This I mean, this was a Champions League final two two years ago. Mm. Um, how the mighty have fallen. Chelsea are just in a different place. Could be Man City's greatest ever season, and it, while it is undoubtedly Chelsea's worst season, yeah. But I think look, two teams are just different, opposite ends of the world. Man City uh, like have a galaxy of stars right now. Chelsea are just trying to build. Something special, and it's going to take some time. Chelsea and transition. star. <laughs> <laughs> now we've got two stars. If you want to talk about stars, we've got two stars. We won the European Champions League uh, twice. Oh. But uh, <laughs> Chelsea, look, I mean, I don't remember ever seeing us nine to one odds against anyone. I, I, I must be honest; I've never seen that at the Chelsea. Does I that re- entice you to actually get on to those? You know, normally, I, normally I would say that, but I, there's nothing in this Chelsea team. I think. You know, we had Pochettino being here in uh, in the dugout, then you can kind of hope for like you know a new manager bounce, give the players a lift. But they've got, got no, that already. No, <laughs> not, I just came in. no, but there's no they, bounce. They, 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 really, yeah. There's new manager, no bounce. <laughs> we just need to bounce the season over. Yeah. Uh, look, Chelsea lose this game. Uh, uh, Man City win emphatically. It could be four, five, six. It could be really ugly. You, you know, seven, seven, even. I I kind of wish that this. Bets was on offering because I think it's going to happen. And no disrespect, um, Chad, it's going to sound funny coming out of my mouth. No, because, I already said seven, because, six, because seven. everyone knows that you know I push agendas. Um, but Alvarez, I think to get a hat trick. <laughs> no, I, I, but <laughs> this weekend, I, I think it's only it has, weird that you're not saying Haaland though. But no, like, I, Alvarez, I, I mean, I think, let's all put them in. Mario's <laughs> to get a hat trick as well. Foden <laughs> to get a hat trick. Yes, yes, yes. My it's controversial opinion. I think Ryan Sterling scores in this game. Wow. I think he there's actually, a, a subplot yeah. there. Yeah, I um, think he's got a point to prove. I think right now. At the it's before. nice. I will pay you after this. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I look. I, look, we'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, he's he's just got a vendetta, and you know he's back too against Forest. I mean, look, they they drew that game. That's nothing to be. <laughs> I look. I, I just want the season to end, guys. Like I just want it to be over. Actually, Chelsea. We 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 need to you know just discuss Chelsea at, at least a bit. Chelsea I watched against, you know, um, Nottingham Forest and they equalized to make it 1-1 mm. and celebrated. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't mean like, you know, like just like celebrated. Like they passionately celebrated that goal. Do you know what it is? I, I just thought like, I have no faith in this group of players because yeah. what are you doing? You are Chelsea, you are losing to a relegation bound um, Nottingham Forest and You've celebrate, celebrated an equalizer. Like, I think they were just the ball, happy that... The, grab the ball, get back to the halfway line, you know, score two more. I, I, I think they, they were just happy more. that they had like, they scored. secured their top flight status the oh. weekend before. <laughs> <laughs> no, for me, like, I, I think that it's just like finally gotten, gotten the net because honestly, when Graham Potter was there, I always oh, no, maintained... This, this no, but please. wait, I maintained that like, they created chances. They always had shots. Just never, they never scored. And right now, Three goals against Bournemouth, two against Forest. So five yeah. goals in the previous two. It, there will be a stats being they've yeah. now scored five and took them like 35 games. You know, I think there's going to, this is another controversial take, um, but I don't think, even if Poch comes now, 
I don't think now, it changes. You mean, like this right, season. No, no, no he's, right not, now. he's not coming now. Well, he's even if he did, even if he did, it wouldn't change. Much. It wouldn't change no, anything absolutely. because this group of players is not good enough for Chelsea. And Chelsea that I watched a couple of years ago, there's at least six players in the lineup. No. And about 10 in the squad. No, look, I, I, I'll disagree with that, though. Look, Chelsea are having a, a, a disaster of a season. Uh, they have been Do you sham- think it's all coaching? No, no. listen, Chelsea have been shambolic. They, they have been, they've been horrendous. Uh, horrendous isn't even, that's, that's just me being kind to them. Their season has been uh, awful. I mean, to be even mentioned in relegation and genuine, genuinely like talk of a possibility of being relegated and like it shows how poor we've been. But I think, look, I mean, as much as rival fans would, would enjoy this and understand why, like lap it up now because things are going to improve. Guaranteed Chelsea are a different team next season. Well, we can't get any worse, but I mean, next season we're going to be, you'll see the difference of having a top class manager, Mauricio Pochettino. I disagree with the fact that like there's only there's, there's, there's only a few good players. No, they, there's quality players. A lot of these players won the Champions League two years ago. They're no, but it's just those players. I think a lot of the new recruits. No, aren't. but but I mean, did did Mikel Arteta get it wrong with Mikel Mudrik? He needs he needs a season. And there's there's the, some of the top players look were looked at. Um, mm. uh, um, what's the Kukureya had such a great season at Brighton. He comes in and looks out of place. There's been a couple of those at, at Chelsea. I think. Also, what, what's not being what's not being talked about is the fact that there's a massive squad. There's in the change room. Do you know that players have actually stood out because not all are able to fit in the cha- in, in the tra- change room. It's mm. it just it's it's just a two, it's, it's a big squad. There's you can't please everyone, but everyone's happy. Some are sulking, and it's just there's going to be a cleanup in the summer. And I think Pochettino will come and he'll have he'll change it up. And look, it's not going to be a quick fix because his uh, club will still be in transition. But Chelsea, uh, the future. Look, I've, I've said it a couple of weeks ago on the podcast. The future mm-hmm. looks very good for me. Like, I'm very confident, but right now, Chelsea are on the floor. Yeah, that, I do agree that there needs to be a clean out, sanitize that, that club. <laughs> um, because, yeah, uh, Manchester City will be crowned champions this weekend. And I think they're going to, you know, enjoy the champagne afterwards because um, it's going to be a bloodbath. Just no, it would, happen. It could be, I, yeah. I do think there's value in Alvarez uh, getting the gold. Um, I do think, yes, Haaland is the go-to. And that's why I said there's a bit of value in Alvarez because he's the next top scorer and he's the next, you know, the, he plays in that pocket that's most threatening for opposing clubs. Um, so, yeah, Julian Alvarez, anytime goal scorer, first goal scorer if he's in the lineup. Um, but that's my play um, this weekend. Um, there's just one game on Monday in Newcastle United. Oof. Against Leicester. Gosh, I think Leicester... They they could have. I want to back. I'm backing Leicester in in this fixture. I think that they go to St James's Park, and I don't think that they're gonna make a statement. But look, I just don't think that they get relegated. I think the club is. You don't think so? Right? Uh, you don't think Leicester get relegated? No, I think Forest and oh. um, Leeds go down with I, Southampton. I, I'm, uh, look, I'm I'm sad for Leicester. Is this final home game at uh, St James's Park? For I can tell you that now, but I know that it is at Saint. Yeah, yeah um, but but is it? Do they go? Yeah, there? they go to Chelsea. They go to Stamford Bridge after after, and in midweek well, they the, go to. No, it's Leicester got a Newcastle got two fixtures: Leicester yeah, and Chelsea. Oh, and then the final game after that. No, there's oh, the Newcastle. Done. I've played thirty six games. Oh, the final done. two is hmm. 
is Leicester and Chelsea. And again, oof, I think look, Newcastle need need a win, yeah, because no, they, they need to secure they're top four. They're, they're not, not dropping gonna, they're points not dropping in the points final points home game. Leicester. Not in the final home game. Yeah, and I, mean, I think they, they could play Man City. They, they would bottle top four. I mean, if yeah. they <laughs> going back to the bottle <laughs> topic. They would clearly bottle top. Yeah, because they they, they've been deemed favourites for it at some point. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how bottling works. Uh, welcome to our TED Talk. Um, <laughs> gentlemen, it's, I think that's all we've got time for. Um, it's been another fascinating week of watching Manchester City dominate um, football, not just the Premier League in, in general. And uh, yeah, Chad is waving a bottle um, <laughs> to me. I, I don't want to... Oh, well, everyone's drinking bottles in studio. Um, I think it's just one thing left to say now. Come on, Arsenal. Wow. Come on, Arsenal. Come on, Arsenal. Wow. Cheers. And then until next week, congratulations, Manchester City on winning the league. You've done well. 